welcome to the first True Scandals podcast with me, Lucy Lever. Weeks as cameramen went on strike, also. History 
was made by newsreader Anna Ford as she became the first female ITN newsreader. Yes, a woman capable of reading the news. <laughs> well, I never. The year also gave us a newborn, Katie Price, a.k.a. Jordan. Now, on to the Cynthia Payne affair. So, picture the scene, if you will. Follow me as we head into 32 Ambleside Avenue in Streatham, a southwestern suburb of London, England. It's a pretty house with a well-kept front garden. I'm wearing my PVC catsuit as requested and I have an invitation in my leather-gloved hand. In we go and a lovely elderly gentleman takes our coats. He is dressed in a frilly French maid outfit. We head into the front room where a table is heavily laden with teacups, teapots, plates of triangular cut sandwiches and a huge cake stand overflowing with French fancies and cupcakes. Just a typical English tea party you would think. And yet, you notice, there is a Madam Cynthia sat in a throne-like chair with two half-naked slaves kneeling in front of her. An elderly gentleman is crawling around on all fours, making barking noises. And as we head into the kitchen, we can see someone dressed as a vicar eating cat food off the floor. Now a young lady approaches. She's also wearing a leather cat suit and says, would you like some champagne? It's fresh from the source. She winks at us as she walks away, her high heeled thigh high boots clicking on the tiled kitchen floor. Suddenly there's a bang. Yes, as the front door is smashed open, by several police officers and several more barge in through the brat door. Yes, it's a raid. As 53 police officers run into the house and start arresting people, the party is over. This is the kind of scene that occurred in 1978 at Cynthia Payne's house when it was raided. Cynthia was arrested and she was charged with running a brothel. The UK press lapped it up and had front page headlines almost every day. Judges, lawyers, vicars and all sorts of gentlemen had been caught attending her parties. A cartoon appeared in the Sunday Times showing a vicar in bed with a prostitute, confronted by a policeman. He is saying, I demand to see my solicitor, who is in the next bedroom. Strangely, virtually none of these guests got into any trouble. No, it was just Cynthia who got given an 18-month jail sentence. She did manage to get her sentence reduced 
on appeal to six months with a fine. She finally served four months in Holloway Prison in 1980. The perfect example of a sex worker always getting the punishment and no one else. The press particularly liked the fact that Cynthia used luncheon vouchers, a sort of a meal gift voucher issued by many businesses to their workers back in the 70s. When the gentleman handed over the price of entry to the party, they were given so many luncheon vouchers and then when they went upstairs, they handed these over to the girl in question to provide what service they had paid for. Now, when Cynthia was released from prison, she did restart her house parties and carried on as before. The thing was, she enjoyed them. She was also now very famous and it wasn't long before her story was told in a movie. Two, in fact. They both came out in 1987 and both were written by David Leland. The first, Wish You Were Here, loosely based on the formative years of Cynthia Payne. Although, in the movie, she is called Linda. It starred the brilliant Emily Lloyd and was quite a hit. The second film, called Personal Services, was directed by the Monty Python, Terry Jones. It's kind of an adult carry-on film and it concentrated on her becoming a madam and her rise to infamy. Well, Cynthia was played by the great Julie Walters, who does appear briefly in the movie wearing a very similar catsuit to mine today. And the film was nominated for a few BAFTAs and I really like that. When the movie finished shooting, Cynthia held one of her famous parties to celebrate and would you believe it, the police raided her house and she was carted off to court again. This time the jury returned a verdict of not guilty and the courtroom erupted into loud cheering. She cheekily sent the judge a copy of her autobiography and told him to read it to broaden his horizons. <laughs> now Cynthia, feeling buoyed up by this turn of events, went on to champion rights for sex workers and stood as a candidate in two general elections. Unfortunately now, she didn't win. She did say after the last court case that it would be a while before she had another party. Her fame meant she was often called upon to make guest appearances in various TV shows and she had a sellout stint at the Edinburgh Comedy Festival. I can only imagine the tales she had to tell. She passed away in 2015 and her suburban tea parties have passed on to British scandals folklore. She is probably still one of the 
Britain's most well-known madams and continued fighting for decent laws for sex workers until the end. And thanks to the movies, her reputation will live on. I hope you enjoyed my recounting of the Cynthia Payne scandal from 1978. Naughty parties in suburbia. Who knows what goes on behind those neck curtains? <clears throat> Make sure you tune in to more podcasts and videos from Lucy Leather coming soon. Bye for now, Leather Love. Wow, was that all right? That's Cynthia Payne, eh? What a life.